It just happens that behind this show, the producer is a great business called Grape Stars that can get that celebrity or wine or spirit to, the, to your door with one click. Enter this great idea, Grape Stars. So JJ's timing is impeccable, which, you know, it, it tends to be true of great entrepreneurs, just a great group of people who we wish success upon and want to help make that success come about. everyone and welcome to grape stars the podcast your home your home that is of celebrity wine and spirits this is lily fifield your co-host my co-host joining me here jean jean hello boss man bonjour lilia how are you i'm good i'm very excited it's a really different episode with really good energy and let's get right to it let's get down to business this is a business type of episode of course a little bit of family a little bit of uh, ourselves in there involved but we have a, a pretty big announcement to make today that's right john john right so what should we tell you guys before we introduce our our guest for today is there's a new partnership that john john is very excited to announce and that is with Observatory. And Grape Stars Entertainment is now a partner with Observatory. They will be a shareholder partner. And you guys will learn a little bit more about that. But it, before we introduce our guest, Observatory is a, a very amazing company that John John is introducing to us today in partnership with Grape Stars Entertainment. And they actually are also in partnership with independent holding groups Stagwell and CAA, which is one of the biggest marketing companies that there is globally. And uh, John, John, before we introduce our guests, tell us a little bit more. Well, first of all, I'm happy to see you again. Uh, yeah, it's a very important day for our business. Uh, we create the company Grape Stars Entertainment, and this division will create content uh, for celebrities. And the idea is to create a show and sell that to a network, uh, network like Netflix, Amazon, or others. Um, as you know, you know, um, celebrities uh, who back alcohol right now, it's a crazy trend and we arrive at the right timing with our holding company, Grape Stars. But uh, now we're being partner uh, with Observatory, which is a division which is a company that was created uh, part owner with Creative Artist Agency, which is the largest agency of celebrities in the world. And the Stagwell Group was led by Steve Ballmer, the richest, seven richest men on this planet. So it, it's, it's a huge thing for us. And you're going to meet today Jay Goodman, um, who's one of the top guy in Hollywood in his field. And we're very, very honored. So that's well, it. Let's get right to it. Hello, Jay. Thank you very much for joining us today. How are you? I'm very well, and it's a real pleasure to be here. So John, John's been telling me a little bit about you, and I've been trying to find a little bit more about you, and it's really hard. You're quite a mystery man, and I know a lot of us, I know how it is. You want to, you know, not put too much out there, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself? How'd you get started? Where are you from? And, you know, for everyone that's going to be watching, we're going to get to a very big announcement and get to that in a second, but 
first of all, I want to introduce you and just get our audience to get to know you a little bit better before we get to that. Yeah, well, as we were talking about before we came on, uh, certainly I try to keep my profile to speaking through our work for our clients. I think it's a pretty good way to move through the world when you represent brands for a living. Uh, so it's not surprising to me that you probably found lots of great stuff about Coca-Cola campaigns or, or other things and maybe not so much about me, but, I, but I'm happy to share it. Um, yeah, of course. I, Tell us, where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Elmhurst, Queens, New York, which uh, the New York Times profiled two weeks ago, uh, actually Jackson Heights, which is right next to it, um, as the single most diverse population in America, if not the world. Uh, more languages per, per square block than any place in the country. And, and so do you speak I, any of those? <laughs> uh, no, English and, uh, and a, a five on the AP Spanish test over 20 years ago. That's about the best I can do. And we got a little uh, bit of French going on with John John. That is true. Yes, I can get by after a couple glasses of rosé uh, in the south of France. Uh, but I think to, you know, to answer your, your question, growing up, especially in my youngest years, I think is what gave me the empathy to be a good marketer in that I was used to being surrounded by people of incredibly varied backgrounds. And so my ability to understand what another person is thinking, and then, you know, let's be honest, I sell products for a living for the largest brands in the world, um, to then interpret that into something that might make them want to buy one brand over another, I think really does come from growing up in that environment. I agree. I grew up in a very similar environment. And, and like I was telling you, I'm half Mexican, half American, which does open my mind to a lot of things in the world. And I, I know that you said, you know, you're now in the West Coast. We don't hear an accent. How'd you get there? How was that journey moving from the East Coast to the West Coast? And, and what brought you to this side? Look, I'm a, I'm a child of the, of the 70s, um, and so as happened in that era, my parents got divorced and my dad moved 3,000 miles away to San Diego, actually. <laughs> um, and then he's an engineer, so made his way to Silicon Valley. So um, as I uh, became like 10 or 11, I guess, uh, my parents decided it'd be better for me to live with my dad. Um, so I landed in Silicon Valley uh, circa 1980, 1981 when really Silicon Valley 1.0 was happening. So Apple wow. was moving from the garage to its first real, uh, to its first real you know, business uh, park. And uh, that and dozens and dozens of other companies, you know, back to kind of this idea of people coming from all over, really you know, poor kids from the Midwest who were good at math and got engineering degrees. And then increasingly similar people from around the world coming to Silicon Valley to chase the American dream in a way that I think you could really only do in Silicon Valley and Hollywood. Like if you have a good idea in either one of those places to this day, the system is built to move that idea forward regardless of where you're from. Lots of people have advantages in, in this social and racial justice moment. Hopefully we're gonna fix some of that. But either way, systemically, both Silicon Valley and Hollywood are kind of designed to make ideas advance. And so um, I, that's how I made it to the West Coast. And again, that's how I kind of got this, this way of thinking that probably is what's going to lead to the business part of this conversation. So that probably really shaped your career path, being no in that. Okay, perfect. You know, that's, that's one of the biggest possible. parts. Yeah. You, you know, uh, you grew, I grew up around some of the just really weird innovations, uh, discovered that microchips didn't need to be pre-programmed 
that you could actually have a user programmable microchip. That means almost nothing to those of us in this conversation, but the idea that- It's lost already. I was like, oh gosh, and I know this. <laughs> revolutionized Silicon Valley. And this was like a guy in a tract house, you know, with his partners, and they just had a crazy idea that, be, that really revolutionized the industry. So that, I know that times a hundred, I was just surrounded by people who just had an idea and were able to pursue that in the most, you know, beautifully, I guess, capitalistic way, uh, but also existential way. So yes, to, it's a long answer to your question. Where I grew up in both instances absolutely led me to what I do now. I love it. I love the long answer. That's what we need. We need to learn a little bit more about you before we get to this. And speaking of one idea and just taking it all the way, John, John, I'm sure that's resonating with you. You're such, he's such an emotion, emotional guy, Jay. I'm sure he's feeling it right now. And he's probably really connecting to that and to his story. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, it's, um, how do we say that? It's nice to leave your house and discover different places and Silicon Valley at the beginning, uh, you know, it was uh, the place where all the entrepreneurs that had dreams like Bill Gates, like, uh, you know, um, so many others. And I think that, uh, Jay, you know, it, it, it br brought you to your career where you are today. That's for sure. No so I know that you guys have a very cool announcement that we previewed a little bit at the beginning of this. So, John, John, why don't you take it away? Well, listen, today it's a big day for the company, okay? Um, I had the privilege to meet Jay through uh, Sharif Malnick, one of our strategic advisor. Uh, Jay reputation is impeccable in Hollywood and in the world of entrepreneur. Um, he's gonna, you know, discuss a little bit uh, today uh, about his career, but uh, we, you know, when we launched this mobile app, we had the vision to create a division of entertainment where um, when a celebrity, like today I'm drinking Post Malone, okay? When Post Malone created Rosé in South of France, we want to uh, sign a deal with these celebrities and create content. And the idea is to create a show and, and probably sell that to Netflix, Amazon or other. But when you have this vision, you need to deal with the pro if you want to win. And today it's a big day because, you know, um, dealing with Observatory, which is um, the company of Jay, it's a, it's a major step for us. So we're very, very pleased. And Jay, as you mentioned, all it takes is one idea. So what do you think of this idea? How, how did it come to become a partnership? Um, so... Well, I'll give you a little bit of a walk if you don't mind. This will be another somewhat long answer. But uh, you know, my career in advertising was at a time when a big commercial could really make a dent in popular culture. You, you couldn't avoid them. You couldn't fast forward them. Uh, and so many of us grew up with a big Nike commercial or a big Apple commercial or a big Coca-Cola commercial as a cultural touchstone. That completely changed. So uh, in 2005, I fast forwarded one of my own commercials and I had a professional existential crisis like, oh no, these things are going away. Uh, we've got to create content and experiences on behalf of brands that actually attract and engage an audience rather than interrupt them the way advertising does so that people really understand what a brand is and they want to connect with that brand meaningfully, not just because they're top of mind because they were interrupted by it. So in 2006, I joined Creative Artists Agency, which is the world's leading sports and entertainment agency. 
They had a small brand consultancy, but we turned it into a, a fully functional marketing services agency. And the reason we built it inside CAA is so that we would have actual connectivity to the world's best content creators on camera, behind the camera, on stage, and simply, and not just people who were represented by CAA, but by being at CAA, we were connected to really, you know, the vast majority of the world's entertainment and popular culture creators. We were one phone call away from. So we built that in there for, for over a decade and, and really created a reputation for being able to place at the center of a campaign, not just a piece of talent, which you can get as a commercial endorsement, but really an idea back to this concept we've been talking about of you know, ideas, ideas that engage, whether it's a business idea, Grape Stars is a great one, or a piece of content from, from a brand. So we spun it out to become observatory because we, we really felt like the market had caught up to that idea, that you know, everybody now understands that uh, advertising is only going in one direction. Digital advertising gets more annoying by the moment, more addressable, which also makes it kind of annoying because it's so very clearly tailored to you, Mm -hmm. And that the best brands in the world really are creating content and experiences that attract now. So now to answer your actual question, enter this great idea, Grape Stars. So you don't have to convince me that it's a very good idea for spirits brands either to create a, a business partnership with talent, Ryan Reynolds, George Clooney, others, you know, or, or for them to actually come up with the idea themselves, like you see with Post Malone and Snoop and George Strait and others. And so simply the idea that Grape Stars sells wine and spirits that already have an innate connection to popular culture through the celebrity partnerships and businesses that each have, the business itself fits the model of what Observatory does for all of our clients. Now, typically we do it for mega brands, here's with Diageo and ABN Brev and, and you know, every other category as well. But the idea that this business is born from relationships with celebrity talent. The idea then that they would go off and do interruptive annoying advertising and show up in a mobile banner or six seconds pre-roll, that, that makes no sense because no. the people they're in business with create entertainment for a living. So mm. the idea that we would actually create you know, a separate company that will develop not just a show, but a range of show concepts that could then actually not just behave like entertainment, but be entertainment. And we'll go sell them to the distributors of entertainment content, just like any other show. It just happens that behind this show, the producer is a great business called Grape Stars that can get that celebrity or wine or spirit to, the, to your door with one click. But they are a true producer of entertainment content. It just happens that there's a brand and business behind it that isn't purely in the entertainment content business. I will stop now. The way you just laid that out, I, just my mind is blown with the ideas of, of the possibilities. There's so many possibilities there. It's, yeah. it's pretty crazy that this hasn't happened before. What, you know, is it the times? Is it just the perfect timing right now? I know timing has a lot to do with it. What do you think about the current state of, of the country right now? And, you know, I know that with, and I saw that look, <laughs> not that question. state, not that state. I mean, the pandemic, we're at home. We're absorbing content and alcohol. It seems like sales of alcohol also going up. So is this just the perfect timing for, for something like this to come about? JJ's timing is impeccable, which, you know, it, it tends to be true of great entrepreneurs. It's not just the idea. It's an idea that resonates at that time. 
Um, certainly, nobody was predicting a pandemic and that a pandemic would drive businesses digital. And all the businesses that are thriving were either born digital or were able to accelerate their digital plans in such a way that they can um, take advantage of the moment while not, of course, taking advantage of a global pandemic, don't mistake me. Um, so yeah, timing was the accidental timing is, is serendipitous, but the broader timing in the absence of a world that's going direct to consumer because of a pandemic, there is, there is no more attractive type of content than that which is celebrity driven. So if you simply look at the sites, at television networks, at the physical magazines that still thrive, like the physical magazine business ain't great overall, but Us Weekly is still being grabbed at the, mm -hmm. at the, you know, at the checkout aisle. And, and those headlines are all driven by the, by the spirits entrepreneurs and wine entrepreneurs that, that JJ and the team at Grape Stars are in business with. So simply the idea that celebrity would be a magnet to this business that then puts you a click away from buying in an aggregated way, celebrity endorsed and celebrity created wine and spirits is, is a stroke of genius. It's like, the other thing is like all, all the best entrepreneurs I think have these simple insights. Like the fact that this doesn't exist, that I That's could go to Bevmo and I could go to Total Wine and, and, and I have access to Drizzly like anyone else who has the internet. But if I'm looking for the George Strait whiskey or the Terry Bradshaw whiskey, or I kind of know that Casamigos has it, there's no one place I can go to for that Clooney tequila, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea that these people I love because they're in my lives and this thing I want, which is a cool spirits or wine choice exists in one place, like on one level, like he's like, wait, that shouldn't work. Why would I do that? And on the other hand, I'm like, oh yeah, because for some strange reason, I really care about what George Clooney is drinking. He seems like somebody who probably chooses his tequila really well. I don't know him, but I feel like I do because of his profile. So I think to answer your question, the business is beautifully timed regardless of the fact that a pandemic has us going, uh, has us going digital. Yeah, and if I could add, um, Jake, you know, the millennial, the 21 to 38 year old, uh, they're all the time on their social media. They follow celebrities. Uh, like you say, they have a special feeling with them and all these big corporations like Diageo or others are looking to find deals uh, like, like uh, with George Clooney, uh, who sold his company 1 billion, his Casa Amigos Tequila, recently Ryan Reynolds, 610 million. So what do they do? They follow their stars. They're all the time on their phone and they look at content. They're content, content, content. Why TikTok is so popular? It's only content. So we wanted to create some content, celebrity content, um, but in a very special way where, you know, you have a drone that follow the star on his vineyard. Uh, we talk with the distillery, the owner who creates, you know, the, the whiskey and talk about, you know, the, the amazing industry and the celebrity and the family. And why not uh, bringing uh, Chef Nobu who could cook for everybody. But anyway, it's, it's a really honor for us to join forces with Observatory, especially Jay and his team. And uh, it, it was a natural fit for us, uh, you know. So we're very pleased today to, uh, to, uh, to celebrate this deal with you, Jay. Yeah. And Jay, going back a little bit, you mentioned those, those mega companies that you work with. And I'm not sure if you've ever partnered up with, with any of them, but what made you want to, to pick this specific company to, I mean, to put your name on, which is a pretty big deal. 
Uh, I don't know about that, but I appreciate the thought. Um, so we actually do occasionally work with emerging businesses. So Masterclass, uh, we launched their Anna Winter class recently, um, and they just were looking to resonate in culture a little bit differently than some of their other classes had. Uh, we just did some work for Kajabi, which talk about a great time business, the ability to take you know, entrepreneurs, and you know, if you're a trainer, for example, or a home chef, for example, and they're kind of a, a one box solution for all the things you would need to build um, a digital business. So uh, we're very careful about it because you're right. You know, we launched Marriott Bonvoy in, I, I don't know, 80 countries last year. And we work with ABNBev in China. We just did a, a big campaign for Corona in Mexico. So we, we typically apply what we do at scale around the world. Uh, but we also would like to think that we recognize a good idea when we see it. And, you know, as I, as I was effusive about, we think this is one and we think it's uniquely suited to our skill set. One thing that, that JJ just said that I, I want to um, put a finer point on, which is the idea of, of uh, talent creating content um, around these spirits and wine lifestyle. Like none of the talent who's associated with any of these brands needs grape stars to create entertainment. They are all already in the entertainment business. And so what we're doing has an extremely narrow focus. And the, the idea is to you know, present the brand values of the wine or spirit that the celebrity talent has created or partnered with and have that translate either into a specific, call it a micro show just for them and about why they got into the spirits business. You'd be surprised at how passionate Terry Bradshaw is about his whiskey. Oh, he told us about it. <laughs> right? Oh, you wouldn't be surprised. You interviewed him. Yeah. And so that's not a celebrity endorsement. That's a guy who really cares about the mm -hmm. product. Yeah. So we want to be really narrow there. And then we want to create some shows that multiple talent can, can slot into. Um, that, that the format, though, is very, very tight around wine and spirits and the lifestyle that, that surrounds them. So I want to be really clear about the focus here. And then, frankly, therefore, the, the kind of the birthright that Grape Stars has to talk about it. None of these talent need us to talk about any other aspects of their life. They do it directly on social and they do it professionally with professional content creators who make entertainment for a living. Um, but if you look at the landscape right now, there's some great culinary shows from everything Gordon Ramsay does to chef's table to dinner for five. But as you start to get a little bit more narrow around wine and spirits, there's not a whole lot. Nope. Um, and yet all of these brands are really rich in storytelling. Vintners are farmers, right? Mm -hmm. And the amount of thought that goes into from the time they choose, you know, whether they plant the vines themselves, most of them are pretty old, or the family who did, and choosing the blend and understanding the taste profile and the rich history that goes into that, and the same is true of blending spirits for the most part, um, there, there's really an opportunity for rich storytelling at the intersection of how these wine and spirits came to being and and, and, and how the celebrities then intersect with that and decided this is how they wanted to move forward in the world as a brand. And I think even just the education side of it for the youth and for people who are consuming, I mean, I had to do a lot of research. I wanted to make sure that I was prepared if we were going to be talking about wine and spirits. And I learned so much. And I feel like this is, I mean, we have water, coffee, and I'm sure alcohol probably is right up there globally with what's being consumed when we're drinking. And we just don't know so much about it. And I feel like, and, and I also think that wine has this 
something attached to it that people feel like maybe they need to be somewhere else in life or, yeah. or that you have to be a certain type of person to know a lot about wine. And I feel like we need to change that. We need, we need to just bring it to, you know, any, everybody loves drinking wine, whether it's a $300 bottle or a $30 yeah. bottle that you purchased. I feel like it's for everyone. And I think the app shows you that. You would think these celebrity alcohols would be pricier and you do have the ranges, but it's something that's for everyone. And like you said, the content, the content's going to be for everyone. It's, I, I just think it's a great idea. Like you said, I can't believe that it doesn't exist already. It's pretty cool. So yeah, what Lydia, do we, yes, tell me, Lydia, John, John. I, get a, I, I want to cut you one second because uh, you talk about a very important point. Look at John Legend. He created his own wine. Who's his partner? His name is Jean-Charles Boisset. Mr. Boisset is married with Gina Gallo from Gallo Wine. This is a $10 billion family. They control more than 29 vineyards. It's an amazing family um, legacy, you know, in the wine industry. Everybody respect them. Look, Mary J. Bly, she just completes, uh, she just created a, a new wine with Marco Fantinel. Uh, the Fantinel family in Italy, they have Cipriani as client. They have, you know, even the Pope. The Pope's drinking Fantinel wine, okay? So holy what I want to say, what I want to say is that the perception of people saying, oh, it's a star, he put his name. You know, look, he went to south of France and Provence in one of the best uh, winery to create his wine. I'm talking about Post Malone. So the, the, the industry completely changed. And that's exactly, exactly. what we want to show uh, on, this, on, this, um, on this new creation of Grape Stars Entertainment uh, with Observatory. We want to educate our, our clientele and the people. And I think it's going to be super fun also to discover all these new, uh, these new partnership. And, uh, during, uh, and during this time, we can sip a little bit and enjoy, so. I really do agree. And uh, Jay, before we let you go, you know, it's, it's been an honor to have you on. It really is mind blowing what can happen with this partnership. I am so excited because the possibilities are endless. It's, it's really exciting to see this creation, to see this announcement and to be able to witness it. It really is an honor to have you on and I'm sure that hopefully we'll be seeing you in the future. What else can you tell us before we let you go? Well, first of all, if we get this right, there will be something to talk about. So I guess I would say this is, you know, don't expect the announcement of what the first show idea is uh, anytime soon, which is, you know, one of the things that we, as we work with the Grape Stars team, we're going to be methodical about it, uh, really come up with a range of concepts, both based around individual brands and lots of brands, as I was talking about. And then we're going to go through the true entertainment development and sales process so that by the time it makes it to you, um, you want to watch it because of exactly what you were just describing. Young people don't necessarily find wine in particular and spirits to some extent particularly accessible. They don't know what's behind it. And so, you know, our goal would be to have someone like you exactly, you know, interact with this piece of entertainment and say, oh, that sounds interesting to me as a human, not as somebody who's thinking about what I want to drink or just something you hadn't seen before. And only once you get into it, realize that you're then a click away from buying. So I guess I would say to anybody listening or watching, uh, be, you know, if you're anticipating this, please be patient. But when we create it, we really hope you want to see it. 
I think so. I, I, I think you guys got a good recipe here and I'm really excited. Uh, John, John, before we finish off here, any last words? Listen, I'm very pleased. Um, cannot be more proud of, of building this company uh, and, and Grape Stars Entertainment with quality people like Jay and his team. Um, I think it's going to be a, a nice journey together. Um, it's one thing to make money in life, but to make money, have fun with a group of quality people, that's the way I live my life. So I'm honored to- well, Can I to add one more thing? You reminded me, like back to your question, Lily, about why we're doing this. Um, you know, first and foremost, um, it, it, it's because I really like JJ and the team and everybody on our team at Observatory who interacted with JJ and Stefan and heard the idea, like their passion is, uh, is exceptional. Energy is exceptional. But, but underpinning it all is a real kindness. Um, they're just people that we know um, that, you know, look, you know, uh, uh, multi, multi-billion dollar companies can afford a certain type of partnership. The amount of energy that we're putting into this is not about that. We just really, really enjoy all the time that we spend with JJ and the team. We never hang up the phone with anything other than admiration and the thought that they're just a great group of people who we wish success upon and want to help make that success come about. Well, you have beautiful energy, so I love it. Thank you for that. That's a, that's a beautiful message from both of you guys. I couldn't have said it better. Cheers to that. And you can cheers cheer with some water, Jane. I got water. I think, it's <laughs> like, I think that's bad superstition. It's a little early on the West Coast. But, Just, uh, uh, next time we do this, I Splatter it around like holy water, and we'll be fine. Um, <laughs> cheers to you guys. And Jay, thank you again for being with us today. Thank you, Lily. Thank you, JJ. Pleasure. Thank you so much. John, John, what a great interview. What a brilliant idea, not only on your behalf, but their idea to partner up with you guys. It's a really just a beautiful pathway taking you all the way from Miami to Hollywood, right down to Hollywood Boulevard there, it sounds like. It's uh, going to be really cool to see what's going to happen with this. And how do you feel? I feel amazing. Like I said during the interview, you know, surround yourself with winners and you win. Yes, it's going to take time, like Jay said, but uh, we're on a path of, of doing a nice success with this entertainment company. Um, and, and I think that celebrities will embark with what we're creating for them. And I'm very excited. And it's not only about me. It's all the team in Miami. And like you said, from Miami to Hollywood, um, if, you know, we're very, very pleased. We're going to announce this press release today. So um, hopefully we'll have some journalists who's going to pick up this story. And um, anyway, I'm very pleased. And what I want to say is that Jay Goodman, what a great guy. What a great guy. But then the last name says it all. Good man. <laughs> Good man. It's true. I love it. Yeah, I think, you know, it was meant to be. And, and like he said, you know, I think it says a lot for someone in his position to say that he accepted a partnership because of passion, which is something that a lot of people, you might say, in his position in life might lose. And the fact that he is still attracted to the passion that you have, and that gives him the passion that he needs to move forward with this business is beautiful that you can still do that at that level, which we're all, of course, ready to see what comes out of that. So. Again, John, John, it's always great. Great to have a great announcement. And with that, cheers. 
Cheers to you and thank you so much, Lydia. It was a great interview lead by you. Thank you. <laughs> It was a great chat for all of us. And of course, hopefully we'll have some news for you guys soon. Thank you again for joining the Great Stars podcast. <laughs>